inside more that means it's podcast time baby put bold perceptions in your ears and reap the benefits and today we got an interesting guest very interesting guest i don't think i've ever talked to a guy like this guy joey puck i've known him for a while i've seen him you know climb up the ladder in many different fields and faucets of life and i've always wondered how he puts himself in these positions of success and it's it's blatantly obvious the guy's successful at damn near everything he does always trying new things too. It's not like he's just sitting back playing life on easy mode. This guy's climbing freaking mountains, literally and figuratively. And it was just interesting to go into his mindset and talk to him about why he does the things he does and what he actually does in order to, what he says, max out his life. And this is one of those guys, if he was on his deathbed and you asked him, what regrets do you have? I honest to God don't think he'd have many. He lives. And he's always striving to get better at something. No matter what that is, he's got his systems in place. He, he lives every day with a system for success. He's a positive guy. He's a funny guy. Super successful sales guy. Lifetime trainer on the side. He's got a pod in the works. He just spoke at our alma mater, St. Thomas, about sales. He's got a lot of things going. I can't even cover them all. Uh, so I listen to damn near everything he said, except for when he's you know, throwing weird compliments at me. Got to deflect that. This isn't a tennis match, Joe. Come on. But Joe Puck, reach out to the guy. Very accessible, friendly, funny, charismatic. Overall, great guest, interesting guest. Pick the man's brain. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Bold Perceptions is back. Today I have a man on that I had to go Nick Saban recruiting style to get on. <laughs> I've been on his case for a month and a half. If maybe, may, probably double that. Today we have Joe Puck joining us. Joey, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. I think it's more the uh, vice versa there where uh, I was trying to get on this thing. And I think your pipeline must be pretty dry of people if you're reaching out to me and having me on here. So... But I'm, do, I'm doing good, man. It's a, a beautiful Wednesday evening and uh, excited to catch up and chat with you. God, bringing the energy already. How can my pipeline be dry? And I, I, I what, I stumble into a five-star recruit? It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that either, man. But no, let's, uh, I'm ready, dude. I, you, you know I'm going to bring the energy regardless. I may talk about 5,000 different things, but uh, we'll, we'll bring the energy. We'll, we'll light this thing on fire, no doubt. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. So... Originally, we were going to be, you know, in your house, you know, you're a successful homeowner, young guy, <laughs> knocking the next thing off the list, but you're Dude, out. Dude, if, if I wanted a tire pump, I would have called my mother. I don't need all these compliments, guy. My head's going to be bigger than freaking the, the moon by the time I'm walking out of this. <laughs> all right, all right. No full moon heads, no full moon heads. I'll let's like compliments to a minimum here, but getting right into it man so right away and i'm sorry i'll dance around some compliments here i'll try to you know phrase it no, it's all good it's all good but 
So you're one of those guys that when I think of winter mindset, always trying to improve positivity, good vibrations, all of that. I think of you, you're one of those dudes. And right away, I just want to ask what the hell is your morning routine? Cause you are up. I've gotten texts from you at like 4:30 AM. on like, <laughs> like, like walk me through your mornings, please. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I appreciate it. I'd say the same thing about you, man. We're iron sharpens iron. So uh, I think this will be a good conversation, but yeah, I know you're a big morning routine guy too, but dude, it really started back in quarantine where like prior to quarantine or, or the pandemic before working from home, I would get up like the perfect amount of time I needed just to get ready and like kind of just go through the motions of my day. Right. Then pandemic hit, obviously everybody's adjusting their routines. I thought, okay, now's the time where what's something I need to kind of work on. And I, I literally thought and said a morning routine. I need to have some structure, not be so rushed in the morning. That way I can plan out my day, visualize. So, you know, I, I usually get up anywhere between, you know, four and 5 a.m. during the week. The, the weekends I'll sleep in a little bit. Um, but, you know, start off the day with just like gratitude. I usually just spend time in the shower, just like think, thinking about what I'm grateful for. And that usually just comes down to it, that my family and friends are all healthy and safe and that I'm all healthy. You know, everybody is, wants to be in like my situation. Like I think about people praying for my situation. That usually starts me off on that positive mindset. I start out the day there. And then from there, I just kind of, I have this little pocketbook that I carry around that has like every, every day mapped out. I have like these power five. So like every day there's like five things that I need to get done, whether that be work related, personal related, fitness related, what have you. I uh, carry this book with me everywhere. So then I kind of run through my day, visualize that. And then I usually go to my computer, kind of look at my email, make sure everything's all tied up. And then depending on how much time I have, I usually dive into some type of personal growth book that I'm reading. So right now I'm reading, um, it's called Max Out by Ed Milet. It's just basically tactics, strategies on how to like max out your life. Basically kind of what we're going to be talking about today. So, um, but as far as like strategies, tactics within the routine, I know you've talked about this before on here, but you know, contrast showers, I usually dive into cold water right away in the morning. Like many do wakes you up, you know, it's good stimulus. There's many health benefits to it as well. Um, and then from there, you know, I, I I usually do intermittent fast. So I'll make a cup of coffee, chug some water, get real hydrated, and then uh, kind of go on from my day from there, depending on where I'm going uh, in, in an account or if I'm you know, working from home from the morning and then going to account later um, from there. But I know, I know you're a big morning routine guy too. I'm sure you do some of the same, but what, uh, what works for you? Or I guess what, what you've been working on when it comes to routine? Oh, so old. Geez, you said like seven different buzzwords that I want to dive into. Um, <laughs> first of all, before I forget this one, Milet, isn't he a podcaster as well? Doesn't he have podcasts? Yeah, yeah. One I would recommend as well. I, I crushed that on my windshield time. I, I haven't missed an episode. It's, it's probably my favorite podcast. Okay, so I'm going to have to check that one out. Uh, yeah. Then going on, so you said you started the day with gratitude. And actually, no, it's rewind. You wake up between four and five. When do you usually go to bed? How many hours of sleep is good for you? Yeah. Yeah. I go to bed pretty early too. I'm kind of on that grandpa lifestyle. <laughs> uh, but I usually, I'm usually in bed by nine easily. And then big thing that's been helping me out is I put my phone like way far away from my bed. So that way 
you know, I, I set an alarm usually around that 4.30 time frame, but a lot of times I'll wake up before then, and then I'll just walk over, shut it off, and then get about my day. But yeah, I'm in, in bed by nine, so what is that, seven, eight hours of sleep, somewhere in there. The, rec the recommended amount, you know, try to get those REM cycles, that recovery. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, what you're saying is any, you know, any of the ladies hitting the phone late are just going to ask or they stay up before I am. And then Dude, I, 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 uh, I don't have too much of that to worry about right now. That's, that's one area of my life I can improve. So head on, a, oh. head on a swivel though. Well, okay. Well, wait till they hear this podcast. First of all, we got to <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, man. Maybe with your marketing, if anybody can do it, be you. You're oh God. All right. This is a, this is a moon face, but I'm getting <laughs> tennis match. We got going here. This is a tennis match and erotic. Okay. So you're saying four to five. That's when you wake up. I agree with the seven to eight hours thing. Um, yeah. I honestly, I feel sluggish if I go over eight hours, which is hard for me in the first place. But I feel for like sure. seven eight is just the money zone, right? For sure, for sure. And, I I agree. I agree. And the walk walk me through what you do. So where what's your, what's your time frame? And I know you uh, stretch, right? That was your thing. That's your thing, dude. That's my bit. That's the bit for sure. And <laughs> I like like you. I like to wake up for sure. The cold shower. Uh, I actually don't start that. I don't do that right away like you do. I wait till like I'm right about to hit the calls and the account visits for the day. Um, and like you said, there's actually so many benefits to it. It's unbelievable. Like to just like the average, you know, listener that hasn't tried it, they'll think, oh, okay, it's just like a body shock. But like you said, it's good for your skin. It's good for your hair. Uh, gets circulation going. It really wakes your ass up. Like it is yeah. seriously a free drug, right? I mean. For sure. It's crazy. And actually, question on that. So contrast showers and cold showers, I'm not sure if there's like website language out there or some definition that that differs them. Because I've read the contrast shower is starting hot, then you go cold, then you go back to hot, and then you finish cold. Do you go do you do that or is it straight cold? I I do I do cold and usually finish with hot. Okay. So Maybe that's against what the WebMD says, but I found that it works for me. And I, I think the, like, honestly, I, I don't really notice the, well, I guess waking up, but like the main benefit for me is like beating my mind right away in the morning, like not negotiating with my mind. Like, do I want to jump in this cold water, especially because one of my roommates turns our house down to like 62 degrees. And so I'm already freezing. And then do I want to go jump in this cold water? Absolutely not. But it's like, it doesn't matter because I'm, I'm going to do it anyways. And then it's like, all right, I, I'm already starting off the day with a win. Like my mind's not controlling me. I'm controlling it. Some David Goggins type stuff right there. <laughs> Dude, I freaking love it. Cause that, that's how I look at it too. Like some mornings, whoever, whoever's listening to this, that's thinking about trying it. And then you wake up the next morning, you're like, holy, holy shit. I'm not doing this. Like yeah, right. do it. that comes with it. And that's literally the best part about it. Cause you're already getting a win. And you're already doing something to better your day. That's how I look at it. And that's, I'm sure, how you look at it. 100%. 100%. But, so, okay, let me go back. Let me retrace. So, I wake up. I try to wake up at, it depends on the day, honestly. It depends on if I did get my seven, eight, you know, hours of sleep. Because um, I've been putting that above a lot else lately. Um, we're both younger guys. Kind of think we're invincible in some areas. And so, sometimes... In the past, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't need seven, eight hours. I'm just going to myself. 
I'll get up earlier, but I've come to learn like as you age, if you want to age gracefully, you need sleep. You just do. And 100%. So whenever seven, eight hours is, I'm getting up. I'm not going to put a strict time on it, but um, very first thing I do, like you said, um, it's the gratefulness thing. And for me, that is in the form of affirmations. Um, and that will either be me writing down five things I'm grateful for, um, mm. or it's kind of along the same lines. It's just a positivity thing. I will write down like three main statements that I believe about myself, or I may not believe yet, but that I want to believe in the future. Um, and I write that down 15 times in my little notebook. So if I got three lines, I'm going 45 times. If I got two of them, I'm going 30 times. Dude, I love it. How long you been doing that? Dude, so Nick, the guy that got me on this pod, he has been doing them for a couple of years. And I started consistently doing them, I'd say, this summer. Like, I would dabble with them before then. But I sure. started really getting in the rhythm this summer where that's the first thing I'm doing when I'm waking up. Yeah. Um, what, uh, like, in your life, like, personally, like, what have you seen, like, manifest? Or, like, how, how do you think it's, like, helped you out or changed you or like made you, you know, kind of max out not to use Ed Milet's term, but to use it there. Yeah, no, uh, good question. So one thing I uh, would write down that I'm seeing a lot of right now is just, I was looking for more opportunities in the business world, not just mm. in you know, the day job, but just outside of that. So I would write down, I have multiple streams of income. I attract abundance. I attract opportunities. Um, I am a jack of all trades. I don't want to give away all my affirmations. Some of them are really well, corny. If you think those are corny, I have a lot of corny ones. Well, dude, it's not, it's not corny. It's just what it takes. There's no secret. Oh, but, I, no, I, I, I love it. I guess, I guess so. Have you found that like what you're writing down is like attracted in your life? 100% dude. It's like, it's honestly like magic. I'm not, I'm dead serious. And it sounds corny. You just said it's not corny. It, it, I, to the average person that hasn't done it and I'm not referring to you as average if you haven't done it I'm just saying most people don't do it it right. really does sound corny but it's just the littlest tweak that makes such a big difference it really is yeah no dude I'm with you and uh, I, I use, I've been using this phrase probably since like high school or college but I always say visualize to actualize and you know I used to just say it and not actually implement it but until I started like truly visualizing or, or thinking about the result that I wanted to have happen. It's crazy how many times in life that like how close what actually you were visualizing happened. And because of it, you know, you're bringing that energy and you're already kind of influencing the result that you kind of already made up in your mind. So kind of goes on that same fa fact of it when you're writing those affirmations, especially the repetition. I like that a lot. Uh, it's ingrained in your mind, you know? So, I mean, people say like, you're only going to get out of life what you think you deserve. So you're literally changing your identity with these affirmations and working towards those right away in the morning. I think that's like, dude, I'm going to start doing that. You sold me on that. <laughs> no. And that's, so that's something uh, Robbins has said before, Tony Robbins, um, where you're like changing your expectations. Like you're not settling, you're, you're raising what is, what is, you know, acceptable for you. Uh, yeah. You know, you're not settling for average. You're not settling for even good. Like you're, it's not like you're shooting for the stars. That's kind of corny, but you're right. expecting the stars, you know? Yeah, dude. 
a constant, never-ending improvement. I think that's one of the, Robin's things too. But it, it's it's the littlest things like the the one percent theory and compound interest. If you can just get one percent better every single day, just a, a little step better. Think of where you're going to be in a year, two years, five years, you know, twenty years. You can consistently do that. That's the thing where you know people get, including myself, where I'll like you know, get on a roll and then maybe have some type of achievement, hit a goal, right? Oh, I feel so good about myself. I'm going to, you know, take a little break. I'm going to relax. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Then all of a sudden, you know, I'm back to square one. And then I forget what got me there. It's the fundamentals, dude. It it's goes back to, you know, putting your head down, working and, and really aligning yourself to what you want to achieve and ultimately laser focused on that to achieve it. Boom. Absolutely, boom! This is a TED talk so far. Your whole—I <laughs> don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just—I'm just speaking what what my mind is coming up with, which is dangerous. So, <laughs> may have to may have to filter some of this out here soon. <laughs> no, no, no filter. This is all raw, <laughs> baby. But no, it's funny that you brought up visualization too, because uh, my father would always preach that um, strictly for like sports. Growing up, I know you played sports too. He would always yeah. say, like, before you go to bed, before game day, like, absolutely, if you're, uh, like, if you're a baseball player, visualize yourself, close your eyes, and, uh, like, envision yourself at the plate, feel the bat in your hands, and just visualize a nice meatball fastball coming down right in your, <laughs> right in your wheelhouse. And you just know already you're just going to stripe it to left field. So then when it happens, you've already done it in your mind, and it's just like a piece of cake. Like, it's like, it's like practice. It's like watching film. Joey, I lose you there. Hey, Joey Pete. Hey, can you hear me? There we go. Lost it. We can, we can cut that out. But you good? You got yeah. you got me back. Well, no, I was just responding to that. To that, yeah, it's already been done. You you already created the result in your mind. Now you just got to go out and execute it. But it, it's truly already been done. But one thing I wanted to ask you about is you kind of just mentioned your dad, which I think will tie into this. But like, where where do you think your drive and your ambition and your motivation comes from? I mean, you talked about like you want to achieve these things and you know live in abundance and create multiple streams of income. Sounds like you know money's definitely a motivation, but like truly like where does your mindset come from and where does where do you like feed off that and continue to feed that good question that's a good question and i wouldn't say first of all i, I don't want to say that i'm some like staple that people should look at and be like damn i got to do whatever he's doing but in my mind i'm always I'm, I'm motivated by obviously money like it's there's no shame in saying that money's freedom right right um but i always at least want to be pushing myself to stay, to stay at a good level that I'm, you know, proud of. Um, mm. And I just always want to be trying new things. I always want to be trying to grow in some, some way. And I just think, you know, staying motivated is the easiest way to be successful. I mean, cause you can't really, you can't really take breaks, right? You, you always got to be looking for new ways to improve because society itself is exponentially, you know, developing. And there's more competition than ever. Mm. And if you take a snooze, like you're going to get lapped because there's always somebody else out there doing that or trying new things. Like you really can't take a day off from improvement. But what I do want to say is quarantine's a dark time, right? And like there's sure. everybody goes through down cycles and it's always a peaks. 
it's always a peak and valley type of thing. It's never a linear growth, but just make sure that you're at least looking to the next day and you always have your foundation, like you're saying, of like a morning routine or whatnot, and just try to maintain that 1% because sometimes you'll lose some percentages, but the next day you can make it up. So I just, I don't know, I try to stay positive is my big thing. Yeah, dude, that, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, that's, that's how you stay positive. I look at like life kind of like you're, you're driving a car, right? And then, you know, you're going down the highway, everything's going good all of a sudden you got a, a light that pops on, right? It, like a check engine light or some type of maintenance light. Well, how quickly can you figure out what that light is and get it back to, you know, driving the smooth car? Basically like considering the self-awareness, like doing a self autopsy, maybe your energy level's low. Maybe, you know, you, you just don't feel right that day. Find the cause and then fix it how fast can you get back to, you know, back on the path, back on, you know, being yourself and who you were created to be. I think that's key. And, and it comes with staying positive, being positive. But it's how, how, like when you say, like you're kind of trying to, uh, you know, always be growing, always kind of have that mindset for like head on a swivel type of thing. How are you, you know, feeding that currently, you know, in, in your life? Do you read, like, do you, are you watching videos? Are you, you know, being a networking machine? <laughs> oh, God, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm trying to hold back, like, throwing it right back at you and say, you know, I'm trying to do whatever you do. But <laughs> Dude, not at all, but I'm trying to learn here, man. Seriously. But, no, well, I mean, you hit it on the head, like, the reading thing is so good for you. And I've, I've slept a little bit there. I'll admit it. I, I've not been reading. And I started out this year saying I wanted to read like a book every two months and I'm not on that pace. So I got to pick that up. Um, but reading is huge. Um, any like videos or like, you know, any podcast before you fall asleep, like that's some, that's just some like downtime where you're not really doing anything. I try to like learn something at night. Um, what fuels me, why I love doing this podcast is mm. having conversations where I'm learning something or, you know, giving or receiving some value and just keep yeah. the communication skills sharp because I mean, guys like you and me, we're sales guys and you need good communication skills. You, you know, you need to be able to talk well, you need to be able to listen well, you need to just be able to learn. For and sure. So, yeah. Networking that goes into it. Um, always another thing. Here's a whole nother segment because I know you're a fitness guy. You're actually, a, you're a fitness instructor on the side, which we're about to get to. <laughs> okay. It's important to me to at least make some sort of effort to like improve your physical health, your fitness mm. every day, because that mm. is the body of the car. Like your mind is the engine, but yeah. you, you're driving in your own body and you, you just want to stay sharp. You want to stay a well-oiled machine. So health is wealth, dude. Health is wealth. It is. Well, yeah, it's true. You can't like do any, you can't, you can, you can. Legit, you know. legit. You can't do anything without your health. So yeah, oh. absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to give you the floor here. Expand on that. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, basically the thing I love about fitness is that number one, it's in 1000% your control. Like there's strategies, tactics, you know, on how to get into better shape or whatever you're trying to do. Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to gain weight? There's no secret to it at the foundation. You're either 
taking in less calories than you're burning or taking in more calories than you're burning. And then from there, you know, you can get into different things on, you know, body composition, whatever, which we don't need to get into the weeds, but that, that is the one thing that I've always loved about fitness is that it's 1000% in your control. You get out what you put in kind of goes with life sales, whatever, you know, there's so many aspects to it. Plus you build the discipline, which equals freedom. You know, you have certain goals in your personal life, fitness life, you know, professional life. It all starts with your body and your health, because if you, you know, if you don't have that, you're not able to achieve anything. And then ultimately you're not able to make an impact on the world, which I think, you know, everybody in their own perspective and their own passion is here to, you know, do basically. I think we're all here to make a world a better place in one way or another by the time we leave. Like, how'd you, how'd you impact others? How'd you make this world better? And you can't do that without your help. So I think that that's where it starts and ends. And that, that's what I've, you know, always loved and been passionate about now. Like you said, I'm, you know, doing a little side hustle in, in, with this group fitness stuff, which is cool because now I'm getting to know other people and their passions. And now, you know, they're coming to my class and, and I have to show up for them because they're showing up for me. So, I mean, I heard this or read this quote the other day, which is so true. It's like, things show up for you on how you approach or show up. Like if I came into a class, super low energy, not motivating, super negative, you know, one, it's going to affect the people that are there trying to better themselves. And two, they're probably not going to come back. So, you know, I'm always kind of cognizant of that, that they're here, you know, to work out and better themselves. And they're using you know what i'm teaching in order to do that so you know i take that pretty seriously and it's a cool gratifying humbling experience and not to mention which by the way i think that's so freaking cool that you got that going because now you uh now you're taking a passion fitness and not only i mean obviously you're getting paid there's no secret you're monetizing it there's always something to be said about monetizing a skill especially a passion beyond that but now you're networking like every day you are seeing people with a a great vibration, great energy. It's just raising your energy. You just, at the end of the day, you want to be around like-minded people and positive people. Like you don't, like if I'm somebody coming into your class, I don't want to walk in there and see this low energy, like hungover schmuck. That's just (laughs) tell me how to live and how to work out. So you almost do owe it to them. Like you sounds like the twenty-year-old Joey P. (laughs) Oh God, that was me. I was a schmuck, dude. But yeah, how do you? So what? Okay, so let's let's say uh, you get up one Saturday, had a late night, whatever. How do you get to that level where you know you're gonna be, you know, a positive influence and a positive vibration for these other people in your class? Yeah, dude. That, no, that's a great question. Cause I mean, there's definitely been times where, you know, I've woken up and, and felt, you know, maybe not my best, not on my game, you know, not, not a hundred percent, whatever you want to call it. Again, it's, it's do, recognizing that and shifting that externally focused mentality. I always kind of talk about that, but what that looks like is, you know, if, if I could have been, I could say, you know, oh, I'm not feeling it today. You know, this class isn't going to go well versus shifting back to visualization versus, you know, I'm bringing it and they're going to, you know, they're going to sweat and they're going to burn as many calories as they can for this workout or whatever we're trying to do and trying to accomplish. But really, I think what it comes back to is what you just talked about as far as like, it's cool that I've kind of turned a passion into a side hustle, but what it comes down to is what I've always kind of tried to do is like align your life 
So like, you know, have your purpose, have your why and become obsessed with that. And then everything you do or everything that you kind of become involved with, try to have that tie in and aligned with that. Like, you know, we're both like we were talking about earlier, both motivated by money. Well, yeah, we could go out and sell drugs, but is that tied to your purpose or your why? No, no, probably not. So I think that that was like the, the cool thing for me and the realization that it's aligned with my life. And then, you know, having the, the mentality that, you know, these people are coming here to my class. So I need to show up for them so that they can get get to their goals right so they can achieve what they want to achieve in fitness in life you know and it, it really does translate into every aspect so i guess you know i don't know if i answered your question there but like just having the mindset of you know these people truly are coming to see me as almost like a performer in a way like that's kind of the way lifetime treats it or, or coaches you on it and having that aspect and that mentality is like, dude, I got to be on my game and bring it for them. So that way they can, you know, get, get what they want out of this class. And I'm constantly trying to like talk with them after build relationships with them and understand, you know, what they like, what didn't they like, what are they trying to work on or focus on today? Maybe I incorporate that in, you know, call them out by name, have a good time, make them smile, make them laugh, blah, blah, blah. I'm rambling. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're hitting it you're hitting it right on the head though like oh, i just went through puberty there um no. <laughs> you're hitting it right on the head though seriously like you i think a cool thing about being a instructor like this especially dude this is on saturday mornings right yeah saturday i got 9 30 and then friday or uh, monday i got 5 45 a.m which is fun dude okay so you are you are really going back to the, the the contrast cold shower in the morning. This is like a disciplinary thing, a disciplinary mechanism that you're installing in yourself because you have no choice but to be responsible and you got to step up every morning. And I think it's cool that you're putting that on your plate and you can't say no. Like you are, it's like being a quarterback of the team. You got to, you got to get to the meetings early. You got to stay late. You just got to, you got to hold, hold yourself to a higher standard. And I, I just think that's cool. And by the way, do a, do a real quick shameless plug. When are your classes again and where? <laughs> so we got a little, uh, it's the class I teach is called Shreddy Spaghetti, or at least it's just called Shred. Full 45 minute, uh, full body with weights, but we're at uh, Target Center Saturdays, 930. And then we got Mondays, uh, 545 a.m. All trying to get your healthy way of life. There's my little commercial break right there. <laughs> Boom. There it is. And this is in for the global listeners. This is Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah, right. Minnesota in uh, the USA. So if you are, you know, over in Europe or Italy, I know Nick's got a lot of listeners over there. Take a flight down and come get shreddy with puck. <laughs> Happy to have you. Happy to have you. I love it. I love it. But so with that, just wondering when did this like speaking to the audience right now how did what what was the what was the thought cycle that went into like really chasing a side hustle and making it legit because i mean you can have a passion right but mm. how did you transfer that into something where you're a leader for other people's passions too you know what i mean am i making sense yeah yeah no i think i think um you know, it goes back to kind of, you know, after I, I don't do the affirmation thing, which I'm going to start doing, but like, 
goal setting. So I, you know, set out quarterly goals or whatnot. And, you know, back in the beginning of the year, one of my goals was to, you know, find a, a, another source of income or whatnot. And so I started brainstorming, thinking about back to that alignment thing. So to share with you, like my purpose, right? Like my goal in life is to like create, build and influence relationships in a, in a way that positively impacts lives. So like everything that I try to do is surrounding that on creating, building and influencing people around me and making an impact. So I was thinking about different things I could do, you know, looking at maybe, you know, different volunteer nonprofit organizations or, you know, th that's when I kind of stumbled across Lifetime and, and got connected with a, a person there was like, yeah, you should look at doing this Lifetime Academy is what it's called. But uh, basically, you know, run through this training course. And then after they kind of pair you up with the club, you got to pass a, a, an exam and then uh, do a teach back, blah, blah, blah. But um, really it comes back to like foundationally in, in that purpose on finding, you know, that passive not passive income but finding another source of income and it's not like i'm getting rich off this it's more of like the principle of uh, one achieving the goal that i wanted to focus on and do but also you get the the free membership side of things as well and then you're learning and networking what we talked about earlier and, and meeting new people too so in all encompassing man it's it's an awesome gig and it's really just like a, a passion deal for me like i love what i do day to day during the week and then you know this side side gig is awesome as well and it and it's you know from like a personal growth standpoint too i mean i'm up there on the mic like public speaking and, and, you know, doing things normally I wouldn't be doing at 5.45 a.m. on a Monday. So, uh, you know, from that side of things too, it, it's furthering me in other areas of my life as well. So I, I think it comes back to like, if, if you're out there listening, thinking about, you know, you know, maybe not fitness or, you know, but I want to get into a, a second job or second source of income, I think it comes back to, okay, what, who am I? And like, what's my unique value proposition or like, what do I offer the world and what do I want to work on? And then what's going to fit in with my schedule, my life, and what can I make work um, from that side of things too. So I don't know if that like answered the question or whatnot, but that's kind of the way I went about it. And it, you know, the stars aligned and, and you know, lucky that lifetime is there and, and you know, lo loving every second of it. question hit it right on the head and I wanted to go back to uh one of the things you said in there you said kind of obviously this is not I mean this is not making you able to buy a yacht right it's not, it's not <laughs> this is not getting you rich but I did want to just point out this is the one percent thing too like it, it, it's giving you more income it's giving you more money to save and it adds up like over time it does anything you're doing adds up like if you're if you're you know selling recycled clothes that adds up uh we just had a <laughs> that takes recycled books and then sells them on amazon he did 250k in sales his first year like you may not think it's going to add up but you never know what opportunity is absolute literal gold so yeah true like every any opportunity could be the best opportunity of your life like five minutes from now could be the best moment of your life you just never know so it, it, 
Absolutely. And it, go, it goes back to something you and I have chatted about. It was one of my Instagram captions. Uh, yep, pictures yep. Ago. You know, I'll, I'll ask the question here and, and you can answer it. You know, there, there's five frogs sitting on this log, right? Sunbathing, you know, doing what frogs do, just enjoying a, a nice day at the pond. And four of them decide to jump off. Well, well, then how many are left? So, of course, everybody's thinking, you know, there's five frogs. Four frogs decide to jump off. There's got to be one, right? Eh, it's five <laughs> because they decided, but they didn't take the action. That's the most important Bam. part. Bam. Boom. So, Boom. I love that. I love, I love the frog quote there. I was actually pretty stumped. I, I was, I was <laughs> I'm not a wordsmith like that. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I think I heard it either on a podcast or read it somewhere or something or something similar to it. But uh, it's true, though, like, you know, I thought about doing something for so long or I decided, you know, I was going to try to do something with fitness in my life that I could impact others. But until I actually, you know, took that action and went out and did it, it was the only time I actually, you know, felt the benefit of it. Otherwise, it's just an idea in your head. It's fugazi, fugazi. <laughs> no that's, that's a good word and so you brought up social media which lately so first of all have you seen the social dilemma that documentary uh, i need to i need to i heard it's great have you i have not either and i'm, I'm not okay. a huge documentary guy usually but this really okay seems like, this seems like it would uh hit home a little bit because lately i've been thinking a lot about social media and i'm just bringing it up because obviously you just referenced yours and what i can say about your digital footprint we'll say is it's always pretty positive. It's very positive. It's, it's like a motivational thing almost. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. And a lot of social media is kind of, it invokes negativity, I feel. Mm. And I'm wondering if, do you have, because this is what I do in the morning sometimes too. I'll go like the first two or three hours without it because I, I'm trying to focus on like my life and what I'm going to do this day for me. And then, yeah. you know, turn on, uh, Instagram, Twitter, whatever else you're thinking about somebody else's and it just kind of clouds your mind a little bit. Mm. What are, what's your takes on social media? Dude, hundred percent. What you just said. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've caught myself just being a scroll troll, you know, just wait, wasting time. And however, you know, there's two ways to look at social media. I think there can be, you know, there's a lot of ways that it can be used for good. For example, you know, I follow, you know, accounts that bring value to me, whether that be, you know, advice in, in a positive mindset standpoint or like strategies, tactics, financially, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, there's all these resources that you can get to that just pop up on your feed and then it, it, you are what you feed your mind, right? So if you're constantly seeing that stuff, you're constantly fueling yourself by that stuff, you're going to walk away better from that. But also, I think more than ever, uh, you know, comparison's the thief of joy. Every, you know, Instagram model or, you know, Instagram, blah, 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 or Facebook, blah, 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 you know, especially with surrounding politics and all the, you know, heated arguments about that, blah, blah, blah. I think, you know, some of that negativity, you know, just needs to be filtered out or, or some way it's got to change. And that's kind of how I try to approach, you know, my account is, you know, I, I, you know, some people don't really take it seriously, but all honestly, like I'm just trying to throw out, you know, quotes that have impacted me and that I, I, you know, resonated with me and that, you know, maybe it impacts one person and, and that that's cool with me because that way that they're better off from seeing that 
quote or that mindset shift. So I think, uh, I think, you know, there's, there's two sides to it. I think one thing I could do better of is kind of audit my account and who I follow, but also limit, you know, usage as well. How, how about you? What, what's, your, what's your take? It sounds like you're trying to kind of like, you know, limit your usage. You, you also, you know, throw out stuff that are going to make people smile, spark memories, make people laugh, which I think is a, a big part of life too. Well, first of all, thank you for noticing. I mean, I do like to keep it light. I like to keep it light, and I'm never going to be the guy that go on there and complain. I'm just not. Um, no, right. And like you're saying, I'm really glad you brought this up because some people will get into the wormhole that, oh, social media is trying to control me. Social media is trying to push its agenda at me, no matter what that may be. But like you're saying, there's a double-edged sword to it where, okay, we know that it uses the algorithm to push content at you. We know that it's going to show you your most, you know, if you're stalking a crazy ex, if you're stalking a crazy boss, it's going to show you their stuff first, right? Right. Um, and I'm not saying I have a crazy ex or a crazy boss. <laughs> but what I'm saying is you can make it tailored to like what you want to see and, and not even what you want to see. You can just straight up, you know, have it display positivity to you. And you can, right. you can take advantage of those algorithms. You can make it that double-edged sword for a positive purpose rather than a negative purpose. Um, and let's say you start every morning with social media, no matter what, you're not going to give that up. Well, do you want to wake up and have it be the news showing you this fire here, this terrorist act there, this robbery here, or do you want to wake up and see something that's going to make you smile? And that's literally up to your yeah. control because you manipulate your own algorithm and what you're showing. That's my take. Dude, I love it. I love it. Oh, 100%. 100%. What's going to make you better? Are you walking away after engaging on social media better because of it or worse? I think a lot of people need to kind of understand that versus it comes back to like the attention thing. Like you, you talked about how important communication is earlier, but can you hold somebody's attention? Because, you know, matter of fact is if, if they're bored or they're, you know, whatever, not doing anything, where, where are they? They're on social media, like hundred percent. Everybody's on their phone. Look around. You know, I think it's, it, it goes back to like, what, what are you like trying to get out of, you know, with your social media? Are, are you following the accounts that are making you better? Correct. hundred percent correct. What, what, um, for you, like, what are you trying to kind of like, tap into here like what's something outside of like obviously you're busy with work and stuff like that but like you know for instance like a side hustle or something like that what are you you know doing to kind of look at something like that because i know it's something you're interested in yeah no good question and obviously and this is not to say like you and i we're we're very busy during the day like we are we have we have we have jobs that are you know they're good jobs i'm not gonna lie we're gonna leave them unnamed here and <laughs> you want to put your effort into it because you're not going to go anywhere within that company. If you're not putting your all and there's other right. people that are very skilled there that you got to beat out. So you got to come to play every day. But um, I just think we're on the dawn of a new age where, especially with like crazy shit, like Corona happening, all of a sudden like job security is kind of going down. I mean, we may not be getting the social security in a couple of decades, a few decades, Right. For your instance, you're going to retire in 10 years. We know that. <laughs> Not at all, man. Not at all. But no, I just, I think, uh, I think, 
I think you're going to be able to monetize a lot more things coming up here and um, with social media as like a huge channel, uh, podcasts, um, just even like selling information or like teaching information on the internet. Like I, I, for example, I saw somebody that had a passion of cooking and turned it into online cooking classes where they charged a hundred bucks an hour, boom, from their own kitchen and their social media. It's as easy as that. Um, so I'm just, I kind of want to always have like a kind of little, a little bit of a plan B and just skills. Yeah. I feel like that's a buzzword you can resonate with uh, skill stacking and just becoming Ooh, more dynamic. I'm writing, that, I'm writing that down. Oh God, stop it. You're not right. I don't know. Our cameras aren't on. So I know you're like, you can lie and get no, away. I, that, that, I might uh, get that tattooed across my chest. <laughs> Seriously. Skill stacking. I like that. Oh, no, it's, it, it's true though. Like, um, the guy that ad- edits our podcast, Jake, he, uh, he's gotten super good with uh, the platform Audacity. And here I go. Here's a very shameless quote and idea I'm about to say. Last night, I, George Newsbaum, I was watching a 30-minute video a slash documentary of what happened with the Barstool podcast, Call Her Daddy. And <laughs> I'm saying it. I'm saying it out loud. But the reason I did that was because I'm super interested in like the podcast industry and uh, Al sure. Cooper. I don't know if you, you, you're a color daddy guy, aren't you at heart? I, I, I've never listened to it. I will say I, I probably should, but I know they have a huge following and I know there was like when they released how much money they're profiting on it, it was crazy amount, but keep going Al Al Cooper, you were saying? Yep. So Alex Cooper, she's the main host and she was saying, that she got a giant raise in the beginning just because she'd put the effort in to do the social media marketing. Uh, she would edit the podcast, um, all that miscellaneous stuff outside of actually recording. Like my point is here that that goes a long way and that's very valuable. And right there was an example. She just got a huge raise um, and her former co-host did not because she was putting the extra work in and learning a skill. She was skill stacking and that literally turned out to be worth a lot of money. Um, so my point is I think skill stacking and learning new things, it may seem very pointless in the short run, but I think as you refine them and you know, when you get better at something, I think it'll pay off for you literally and figuratively in the future. Mm, yeah, dude. It, it, yeah. hundred percent. It comes back to reps too. You know, the more you do something, the better you're going to get. So I think like guys like you and me or, you know, young people in their careers doing what others don't want to do or won't do and and being the first to kind of step up is, you know, hyper key in in your development, even though, you know, maybe something completely, you know, out of your realm or out of your role, but the more reps on something that you lead and take on or or build skills and, and do that skill stacking, the, the better off you're going to be. Your future self is only going to thank you. Yep. And that's, that's another thing. Um, I'm sure you do this. Like, don't you want to do every day something that your future self will thank you for? You know what I'm getting Bam. at? Yeah. That, yeah. Right. That's the 1% theory right there. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, and my, and the, another thing is about that is like I said, like it may seem so ignis- insignificant, but we are coming up on, this digital age where it can be helpful to even a company like now these like traditional old conventional companies 
are starting to hire people right out of college just because they know how to do social media marketing, you know? Like there's so many more opportunities out there, even at these big companies that you can put on your resume and say, hey, I, uh, I manage this social media account. I can do the same for us. I can drive sales through social media. I can make you more money. Like, I just think this age and this generation has a lot of opportunities that were not available at all in the past. Yeah, right. And it's up to us to take advantage of them. You know, there's, there's infinite amount of opportunity. It's just, do you jump? Are you the frog that jumps off the log? Or are you there sitting, enjoying the sun, thinking that you're going to jump off? You know, it, 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 <laughs> it's just, it's just the truth. But, uh, you know, I, I guess I kind of want to pivot or try to wrap things up here. But I guess, you know, we've been out of, I've been out of school, uh, like three and a half years, right? You're two and a half years is school meeting college like if you're going back to your senior yourself what what are you telling yourself uh you know as far as advice or or, or whatnot something that you learned or or something to that aspect reason i'm asking is I, i'm going back and, and doing a talk to to uh the sales class at st thomas i would be i was interested in hearing what you had to say and kind of pass that along that's wild because I was, I had a question that was kind of going to wrap this up that relates to this exactly. Um, and it has to do with, okay, so I'm just going to give the listeners a little picture. So the college we went to, uh, super fun, a uh, ton of like, like-minded people in a way it was kind of like a, an extended version of high school almost just because, I mean, there's not, a sure. ton, there's not a ton of people there. So like you kind of know everybody. And, you know, being the social guys we are, like, you want to be cool with a lot of different crowds. Like, you want to be, you know, um, just a yellow personality. I don't know if you've taken out that insight personality test where it's yellow, red, green, blue. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) So, what I would say is if somebody, if you're doing what you want to do and you're doing it because you believe it's the right thing or it's going to help you out in the future or it's just going to benefit you, and a different crew looks down upon you for that, or they just don't like what you're doing, that is more than okay. Like you don't need to be a complete people pleaser. You know what I mean? Because Dude. You, you, I feel like you got some expansion on this. Dude, that, I mean, that's exactly how I would answer the question, 100%. You know, to this day still, you know, I don't. Th- I think guys like you and me, right? We we're we're not we don't we're not conflict guys. We don't like conflict. Yes. You know, I I remember a story. I was uh, actually a bouncer one night at a, a bar here near near the school. There's kind of like this little scuffle. This little fight broke out. You know, a table got like pushed over. Of course, I'm the I'm the nearest guy there. The only guy there. I kind of walk up and I'm like, hey, you guys doing all right? Like, can I, can I help you guys with anything? <laughs> you know, versus trying to go in and, you know, trying to, you know, pull them apart or rip the fight, break the fight up. So anyways, besides the point, I, we're, we're those guys that are, you know, always trying to please people. And one thing I realized about myself is I, I cared way too, I still have struggled with this, is I care way too much about what other people think of me, right? And what that does is it like, changes your identity and like then you become this chameleon like you're you know with your family you may be like a little bit different with your friends you may be a little bit different with your professors your coaches you know whatever found myself kind of almost having these different personalities I was still always like the high energy kind of like smiling fun guy but 
in some aspects, I would kind of like tailor myself to that, which in, in, in some aspects is okay to be respectable, you know, depending on what, what the situation is. But, you know, now I try to, what I say is like, try to live with the lights on and the windows open, you know, like try to be the same person, open book, same person, every single situation, every single time. And it's just a, a much more fun way to live life too, because it's truly you, you're not living for anybody else. And people respect you because of that, because you have your own passions, your own identity, and, and they know exactly what they're going to get from you. So I think that's, if I were to go back to myself, I would just say, stop caring what other people think, have your own goals and, and kind of block out the distractions, still have the externally focused or adding value mindset where, you know, I say adding value a lot, but it's what adding value is to me. It's a verb. It's, you know, listening more, helping more, you know, making others better too. So I think there's like two sides of it that you have to be selfish and better yourself and understand who you are but also in turn use that purpose and what you have to offer the world and go out and offer it. So that that's, I guess what, what I would kind of sum up to, to myself going off of what you were saying too. Lights on windows open. That's my task. <laughs> you like that? You like that? I like let, that. Let, let, let them watch. Let them watch. <laughs> yes. And the thing is when you're being yourself like that, you're going to attract naturally like-minded people. And you're just going to have more, you know, true relationships, I'd say, you know, hundred percent authenticity is key, dude. hundred percent. And dude, I completely relate with that. I'm a people pleaser. I still struggle with that. And I, I can tailor myself to different situations that you can say that's a pro, but it also can be a con, like you're saying, cause then you start, uh, you know, start acting different in different situations. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's a wormhole, but no, right. I, it can be strategic for sure. Uh, but like when you start kind of like losing who you are internally, personally, that's, I think when it really uh, comes in and hurts you in other areas of your life. No, I agree. I completely agree. And that's a great freaking place to end it because something tells me here, we have, we have a couple more hours in the tank, but we're going to save it for some later, some later sods. And I know you got a pod too. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll make a visit on yours. It's, it's in the works, dude. We'd love to have you though. You're, you, you fit the mold perfectly. I got to get in there. I got to be a chameleon in the thing. <laughs> I love it. Be a frog, dude. Don't be a chameleon. Dude, dude you got to be an action-taking frog. You got to hop off the log. <laughs> All right, man. Great chat. Yes, sir. You'll be back. Thanks, everybody. Share with a friend. I hear the sound of the